What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another podcast. Um, I'm really excited about this one because we have our first guest on today's podcast, and I'm really excited for um, what we're going to share. Um, the person who's actually here in my podcast is a very special person to me. He's like a brother. I've known him for about 10 plus years. He's a filmmaker. Um, he's a director. Uh, he's a man of God. He's a preacher as well. Um, so I'm really excited to present uh, Yaniel Paulino. So welcome, bro, to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me here, brother. Really excited for uh, what we're going to share today. It's a pleasure and it's an honor to be here. Awesome. Um, thank you. Thank you for, for the invite. For sure. For sure. Um, me and Yaniel met about over 10 plus years ago. Yes. We met um, at a church uh, that we were both going to at the time. Mm -hmm. and i remember you was a little kid i was <laughs> <laughs> not much has changed but no i'm kidding no, um you're, you're a grown man now yeah you know i met him when i was like 14 13 14 years old right, right. um i'm 25 now wow and um we've been through so much and out of all the people that i still stayed connected to you were you were actually one of the very few if not the only person that i right. still you know we developed such a deep relationship from mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. Um, and you know, there was something, I guess, since being so young and so little that always attracted me to being close to you, you know, and we always, now that we grew up and I grew up, we always had this conversation of like, yo, I know God's gonna, we're going to do something for we're God, gonna do something together, you know, know, because, uh, for those who don't know, um, we've worked in the film industry. He's right. actually helped me out so much, you know, growing in the film world and shooting music videos, commercials, um you name it you know right. we've traveled to miami colorado so colorado, many places so many together places. i mean uh something that also attracted me from you because it was like uh, i remember you was you was one of the leaders of the um uh, what you want to call it the evangelism, evangelism team so yeah. so he was also training me in that yeah. in that process in that point and i was uh, at such a young age, like 13 years old, yeah. I I used to look up to you. Wow! And it's it's crazy to say that because um, people look at ages like because he's so young, he he can show me or teach me something. Right, right. But yeah, I remember those days. Wow! Yeah, yeah. no, man, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I remember the days we would go out to evangelize right, right outside right, his right, house. Right. You know, um, I remember I had so many questions like, yo, how do I approach people? How do I talk to people? Yeah. How do I engage with them? Like if God shows me something, yeah. reveals me something. I remember I remember those days. Those were beautiful moments. Yeah. And um, I think about two, three videos ago that I posted, I, I shared. I was speaking about my testimony. Mm -hmm. And actually, you were one of the very, very few people that, you know, being inside a church, struggling with church so many times, like you, you were able to witness a lot of things that I was going through, you know, a lot of times you would be the person that would call and be like, oh, man, yes, yes, yes. I'm going through this. Yo, right, come right, pick right, me right. up here. I don't know where I'm at. You know, <laughs> I remember those days. <laughs> so many things. And, and, you know, it's crazy where we're at now, 2023. And it's like, you know, we're doing a podcast together. Let's go. Yeah. So for sure, I think, you know, um, God is definitely going to do something. So if you're watching us from wherever you're at, you know, um, don't miss out. Like watch the whole entire thing. I think this podcast is definitely going to speak to people from all types of ages going through many things. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to first thing ask you is um, how did you encounter God? Like, how did you come to the feet of Christ or what was your experience like with the Lord? So my story is a big, long story, so I'm going to keep it short. Um, I remember when I was in high school, uh, I was very known at my school. 
and because of the fact that I used to throw this like team bash, what we used to call team bash back in the days, right? And it was basically parties for teens. Like, okay. you know, we weren't allowed to go clubbing. We weren't allowed to, you know, this big events and whatnot. So um, I started, you know, we started renting basements. Like they were like really underground, wow. like basements, like uh, uh, venues and whatnot. And believe it or not, back then I was making around $3,000 a night. Wow. Throwing this, throwing this party. And uh, how old were you? I was like 16, Dang, seven, 16 wow. 17 years old. And the crazy thing about it was that at these parties, like, you know, we, we used to charge like, like an entry fee. Uh, we used to sell alcohol. We used to sell drugs in there and whatnot. Wow. So it was a little bit of everything. It was very, like a very toxic environment, like very, right. um, you know what I'm saying? And um, that was my journey, like growing up in high school. One of the, one of the things that I regret is um, bringing my, uh, introducing my um, younger brother, Elias, uh, who is a man of God now, thanks yeah, the Lord, yeah. uh, to alcohol. Because wow. we both struggled with this thing for like a couple of years, to be honest. Uh, we were like we were drinking Monday to Monday basically, and it was it was such a thing that you know because back then remember we didn't have social media right we didn't have YouTube like YouTube was just starting we didn't have no Instagram we didn't have no Facebook we didn't have no Twitter I mean I don't remember if we had Twitter back then. I think it was like MySpace wasn't it, or, it but was it was my, like it, just <laughs> it was MySpace so there was not a lot of like social media interaction right. so um, these parties that there was it this 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 what you know, as high school, this is what we had. That was your social media. That back was our then. social media. Yeah. So it, it got to the point where I remember, like, I used to walk in the city and people would recognize me. Wow. Like, that's how, like, and I wouldn't know who, who they were. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was, it was, that was the environment I was in. Um, And the thing is, like, after, uh, after that point in my life, I went to college and I became close friend with a, with, with, with a guy named John Marshall. Okay. Little that I know was that this guy was the pastor of this uh, uh, Christian clubhouse uh, within the school, right? Okay, cool. And so he, you know, he he brought me in and whatnot. For whatever reason, from from an early like uh, early age in my life, I always felt like com like that fear of God, but I wasn't really sure like like how to go about how it and whatnot, him, or right. how to get to him or whatnot. Like, you know, I used to go by myself to the Catholic church, um, but I didn't know any better. Right. right. So he started to mentoring me and to guide me. And I remember that at these meetings, uh, I will be empowered by the Holy spirit. And you were still doing the parties and everything while this was going I on. I was still doing the parties, okay. but he was still trying to reach out to wow, me. Wow. He saw something in you. Yeah, he saw something in me and it's crazy. Right. And, the beautiful thing about it, it was, it was like back then I was, you know, every time I went to these meetings, like I would be like empowered by the Holy Spirit. But because of the school system, he, uh, we were not allowed to mention the name of Jesus or, wow. or the Holy Spirit or whatever, for whatever reason. And so I didn't know anybody. I didn't know that, you know, it was the Holy Spirit touching me. So long story short, uh, I graduated, graduated from school. We moved on. We went separate ways. Um, I went back into doing my, 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 you know, drinking, partying right. with my boys, partying with my friends, doing, you know, doing my thing. One day, um, my brother, Elias Paulino, he 
invited me to a church that he had, you know, started going like just I think he was attending like probably like for a week. Wow. He didn't even have two weeks. So he invited me. I was like, yeah, cool. What's going to happen? Like, yeah, right, let's go. right. Bro, let me tell you something. God had other plans. <laughs> when I went into, when I stepped inside the church, it was kind of like a flashback of what John Marshall was sowing on me. Like the minute I, I I walk into the into the into the into the temple, like I felt how the Holy Spirit touched me. The worship songs that they were playing at that place were the same worship songs that they wow. were playing at these meetings at school mm -hmm. bro i feel the holy spirit right now with me and it was such a beautiful moment that from that day on my ch my life changed completely wow it was like a suddenly like it was something so drastic like like white and black yeah it was that's Come how on. crazy the encounter was and i was just there with my brother crying the whole service i remember the whole wow. service i was just touched by the holy spirit and it's a feeling that it's hard to explain until yeah. you don't personally like experience the Holy Spirit. Right. The Holy Spirit is a person and it's real. Yeah. Like you can have an account with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that, uh, you know, uh, I, I think I've always said that it's like, if you can explain it, it wasn't from God because God's thing sometimes, yo, you can't explain it. Sometimes it's, it's, it's yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to Cause explain. you know, it's like, it's a spiritual world that mm -hmm. comes and touches your natural body in a natural world, you know, and, and I think that one in a way, in a way that we that we haven't been used to before. Right. So that's why I think and I believe that's why it's harder for us to explain it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when God touched your life um, throughout, you know, how old were you when when that when this happened? I think it was around 20, 21 years old. Okay. So before all of that, you were doing all these parties and all these things, right? So when you got to church and God changed your life, what happened after that? So like, how was your lifestyle? Like, were you, were you still like, um, dealing with certain things or was there like a radical change? Like, so, so a little bit of both, right? Okay. So let me explain. So it was a radical change. Like I remember, like I stopped hanging out with all of my friends. It, it was that crazy. Wow. It was something that I knew that for whatever reason, I keep, I couldn't keep hanging out with them because they were introducing me back to my old ways. Right. You know what I'm saying? So God was making a new way for me. So right from the bat, he um, removed those people from around me. And although, you know, it, it, it's a, it was a journey. Right. Uh, 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 errors and trials. Like, I was still struggling with, you know, certain addictions in my life, like pornography. I was uh, addicted to painkillers. Wow. Um, I was wow. addicted to uh, alcohol. I was still addicted to alcohol and whatnot. But little by little, um, God gave me the grace and to start leaving those things behind. And it got to a point in my life where I was completely free from all these things. Um, you know, if you want to be free, like God can free you up. That's right. Yeah. I, I, but you I, have to be willing. Exactly. I do remember actually, um, there's something actually that we didn't talk about before was, um, I remember you used to tell me you were addicted to taking a lot of pills, like medications, like right. if headache or something quickly, just constantly pills and pills and pills. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, um, and God set you free from that. God set me free from that. And, and 
you know what's the crazy thing that we like we get addicted to certain things and one of my prayers back then was like how did how did i got to this point right i was you gonna ask you that like, yeah how did i got to this point and long story short again because i know we don't got the time but my mom when i was growing up she used to uh i'm dominican by the way so in our culture like they fix everything with um just giving you medication and whatnot okay so my mom she used to overprotect me uh, because uh my older brother he's 10 years older than me so for whatever reason she couldn't get pregnant so when i came to to, to um when you were to, born mm -hmm. uh, when i was born um it was like to her it was like you know the craziest thing that has ever wow. happened to her so she overprotected me every time I, f i used to feel sick she used to give me all this medication and, and she used to call me all el viejito wow listen to this So we have to be careful with the things that we declare. Come on, yeah. Uh, we have to be careful with the things that we say um, to our family, to our loved ones, because those things can become a reality in, in their lives, right? So I took that as, okay, like, I need to take pills as a way of living. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it got to the point where, like, if I was not taking pills, like, I would feel like I couldn't function anymore. Wow. So I was just taking pills, like, almost every day, almost... Um, Probably like once a day, wow. and I remember going to the ER when I didn't have pain. Uh, uh when I didn't have um medication, pain, medication, wow. painkillers, and whatnot. And they used to do MRIs. They used to do a whole bunch of things, and they would send me back home like, "Hey, you don't have you anything. Nothing. You don't got nothing." Wow. And I would still feel uh the headache. I would still feel whatever pain in my body I was feeling at that time, but it was everything in the mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how the enemy works. He tries to uh lie, lie to you he tries to bring things to you so that you believe that they are true but they are not true a false reality that's a false reality so we start living on that under that false reality right um and also that i think that that has to do also with um understanding that we are sons of god like our identity right when we don't fully know who we are in god well that we don't... well that's something big with us young people you know right 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 um right, right. especially you know how you were mentioning during that time where you were doing parties and all of this is that I think one of the things that us young people lack the most, especially now this generation with social media, with, you know, sometimes we see a picture of someone or a girl sees a picture of someone or a guy sees a picture of someone. We're always trying to be like other people. And right, I think right, it's right. the biggest thing that hits young people is a lack of identity, lack of identity. And and how were you able to deal with that kind of just, you know, um, lack of identity in those times of just trying to, like, see what you could find, to, I guess, right. fill that in. Right, right. I mean, like. The thing is, like, there's so many avenues. Right. So most of the time, like, we hide or we build our identity, if I could put it in like like that, in our resource, in our job, in what That's God, right. you know, in our finance. If we are working and we are, let's say, I'm a director and I'm making millions of dollars, so I'm that's that's who I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm comfortable. Like, I got money in the bank i don't got to worry about anything right. and that's what sometimes we use those resources as our identity and whatnot so growing up mind you let me remind you um because i was doing all these parties and because i felt like i was famous among the the teens mm -hmm, right um in that era or i had or i was known in that era uh i felt that that was my identity yeah you base your identity on i that. base my identity on that You know what I'm saying? So 
now when it came to the things of god that's what when the struggle really came in because now i had to switch i had to i had to switch it off wow i had to switch off that identity and switch on the identity of of being a son of the of god of, of god wow that's you know so key that you said that because it's like sometimes we don't realize it but like us we always tend to uh how do i say like um find yourself or push our identity and other things like you know if you're prosperous then you find your identity like in money or in your job and all these things and then it's like when god touches you you're just like he opens you up and he's like all right like we realize that you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and i think uh, you know entering into what we're going to talk about in a little bit that's where and i feel like sometimes anxiety depression Right. All these things kick in because right, some right, people right. they don't know who they are. They don't know who they are. You know, they're 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 following this trend on social media yeah. that oh I want to I want to be like this person. I want to be like you know this filmmaker. Or I want to be like this model. Right. Or I want to you know be like this actor. Or I want to be like this influencer. Now is you know everybody wants to be an influencer, but that's not an identity like who you really are. Come on, you know. Yeah. One of the things that I learned this year is like. Because uh, we all we are always devolving in the things of God, right? For sure. And one of the things that I'm putting on practice this year is like, forgive me. Um, when you know who you are in God, when you know your identity, and when you are grounded on the things of God, and you know who you are, it's harder for all those things that come your way to pull you in different directions. Right. Because when you don't have that identity, when you when you don't know who you are, you can easily get distracted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to be focused in knowing who you are and knowing where God is leading you to. Right. Because you could easily like detour and you know, detour. When we say detour, that that could mean one week, that could mean one month, that right. could mean one year, that could mean five years. Yeah. So we have to be careful with the thing that God, you know. Right. And sometimes I think would we'll be like you know like the Bible says like the waves of the sea. We're up or we're down, right, you right, know, right, right. we're happy one day, we're sad the next day. But maybe someone's watching us and they might ask, you know, they might be asking like, OK, like, how how do I find my identity? Right, like, right, right, right. you know, because I heard so many people, uh, you know, the times that I've been evangelizing outside, I ask them like and I'm talking to, to them about Jesus or something. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm a son of God, you know, but sometimes it's it's more than just saying, right, you know, right, you're right, a son, right, right. I'm a daughter of God, because right, it's right, like. Right. It, it got to be something in the heart. It's like it matters of the heart, right, right, you know? Right, right. So how did you find yourself finding your identity or what were the things that led you to, you know, really get into your identity? So, in so, God? so let me read this um, Bible verse to you is on Romans 12, 2. And it says, um, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that is that a, that prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Wow. So I was one that used to struggle with the lack of identity. And the reason, I feel like the reason was because oftentimes we see God as a God of provision, but we fail to see God as a father. And throughout my first four or five years of, you know, being in the, in the walks of the Lord, I used to see God as a God and not as a father. Come on. You know, I used to say, yeah, he's my father, but I didn't really believe it in my heart. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and my wife, on the other hand, she used to tell me like, oh no, like he's my father. 
And I'm like, yo, how can you see God as your father? Like, he's not even here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think that because I didn't have a close relationship with my father, like he wow. abandoned us when, when I was at a really young age. Wow. I feel like that affected me in a way, in such a way that I couldn't connect with God and wow. seeing him as a father. So I feel like a lot of us in this generation right now, we are struggling with seeing God as a father because of that reality. Because we might not have uh, a, a relationship with our natural parents, with our natural father. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's hard. You know, it's hard because you're saying like, hey, my dad is was not here. Like, I don't have a relationship with him. Like, how can I have a relationship Right, like, with what's God? a father? Like, like what's, what's a, a father? They don't yeah. know what's a father figure. So to me, I had to, um, uh, when this thing, uh, how did I came about this? Uh, in the midst of the pandemic, I went through through a lot of anxiety and a lot of uh, depression and whatnot because of very various um, reason. I don't know if you want to touch on that and mm -hmm. and see yeah, what we did. Um, yeah. So so, long story short, again. <laughs> get it, get it. Uh, so I don't know if you remember, we were working on my first uh, uh, second feature film. But this feature film was um, fully sponsored. We had like uh, we had a budget. Yeah. I'm not gonna say the budget, but it was a decent budget that we had for the film. So, and this comes back to where are, where are we building our, our identity? Mm -hmm. So at that time, um, at that point in my life, I felt like I got to the peak of my career. So I myself felt that felt that like a god. I felt like I was a god. Like you know, like I felt empowered. Like. Right. I, I got to the top of my career like nobody's going to dethrone me. You know I remember we had like 20 people on set. 25 we had people like 20 on set. people on set working under us. Yeah. And we were just, you know, uh, telling them what giving to do. Orders and giving just, orders yeah, and Yeah, be directing. Yeah. So that was a beautiful experience. But at the same time, in that moment, in that uh, uh, time frame of my mm -hmm. life, I remember that I stepped away from the works of God. You know, although I was still going to church, but... I'd had him on the backseat. That's big. You you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. now he was not by my side. He I wasn't walking with him. Right. I was driving my car, but he was right. Jesus wasn't taking the wheel. You know, he wasn't <laughs> taking the wheel. He was sitting behind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so but you know, I think that's so big because it's like sometimes we think because we go to church, mm -hmm. like we're right with God. No, no, we're not. You know, and, and that's and why that's, that's, like that's a misconception. That yeah, because I, I I've spoken to so many people and they're like, nah, I'm I'm going to heaven. You know, I I don't do I don't do bad things. I, I'm going to church every Sunday, but it's like, you know, I, I believe that a, going to church, by the way, doesn't guarantee that you're going to heaven. Exactly, it doesn't guarantee no salvation. No salvation. You know, um, and I believe you know even the Bible says that we have to go to church, you know, and gather with people. And I believe well, of that course. that's we where have to. we have we to. empower each other's faith, we lift each other up. But right, you know, how about Monday to Saturday? Right. That's you know? where the real struggle is. Yeah. That's where the real deal is. Yeah, because it happened to me where I would go to church, I would receive a word, and I feel like I could eat the devil up, and, right, you know, right, nothing right. could stop me. And then Monday comes, and temptation right. knocks at the door. Mm -hmm, We're mm -hmm. not so strong anymore. So, um, going back to the story, mm -hmm. um, uh, it came that we were nine days, I think it was nine days, ten days into right, filming. we were. And the whole pandemic kicked in. Yeah. The whole pandemic kicked in. We shut down because, uh, by the way, we are here in New York. I don't know if they know that we're here yeah. in New York. So 
here in New York, like we shut down, shut down, like everything was closed. Yeah. Right. So we even and hearing had, on the news that people were dying left and right. People on the news that we. So when that happened, uh, we first shut down for a week. Right. And uh, or two weeks, I think it was. I remember during those two weeks, we were still going outside to film. Yeah. We were not filming the we were not filming on the film. Right. But we were filming just content. Right. I remember we were filming content and my yeah, wife. Yeah, we were on a roll. We were on a momentum of we just were in a momentum. building content so we were, and doing stuff. We were stuff. not even paying attention to the pandemic. Yeah. Like, this thing was not, was untouchable. Like, no, we were untouchable. Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. This thing is not going to touch us, right? But every time I used to go back home, my wife was home all day watching, you know, the news. the news. Hey, this is what happening. This is how many people are dying. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada. So she had opened her ear gates. Remember, like, there's two ways to how we feed our spirit and it's by our ear gates and our eye gates. Mm-hmm. So what we consume through what we are watching or what right. we are hearing, like uh, that's what we are feeding to our spirit. And we can touch more of that um, mm-hmm. later on. But uh, she started declaring those things over my life. Like, Hey, you got to be careful because you're going to get sick. You're going to get that. You're going to, you know, yada, yada, started yada. sowing a seed already with her. So with she the words. was sowing a seed, not knowing that later on that was going to, you know, affect right, me. Right. But uh, although, let me let me make this point clear, like, although I was already, like, not dealing with anxiety, but all my life I felt like I had some sort of anxiety. Okay. But it was always in the back of my head. Like, and I learned how to, you know, just go about life, you know, without... Staying pe- busy. Staying busy without yeah. people knowing that I was kind of, like, dealing with it. Yeah. And I never had no, no episodes or anything, right, mm-hmm. for that matter. So... One day, um, she got really sick. She I got remember. sick. Yeah. And as you know, as a man of God, that see God as a God and not as a father, at that point, I felt like, whoa, like, I can't help her. The first time in my life that I felt like I couldn't help my wife. Wow. And if you know my wife, I mean, you know my wife, mm-hmm. uh, she's a really strong woman of faith. Yeah. And when I saw her laying down in bed for the first time in like in our life, like the way she was she was feeling and with all everything that was going on, the whole pandemic and 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 people dying and whatnot, I felt at that moment that she was gonna really she was really gonna die. Wow. And I remember like today that that spirit of fear came upon me. Like I felt it. And from that day on, I was not the same. Wow. From that day on, I was not the same. So it's very important to 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 if you're dealing with some sort of anxiety, it's 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 okay to approach someone to talk up talk about it, so that you could free yourself from it. Because right. um, this thing, you know, the enemy is really good with being patient. Like he could wait a decade, right. he could wait five years, he could wait twenty years for for it to you know. He knows when to press the button. When to press the button and go live. Yeah. On you. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so that's when he pressed the button on me. And mind you, like, I couldn't sleep. I don't know. Uh, you was a part of that because I used to call you. And, well, and, uh, yeah. I, I From my point of view, I remember because it was that period where they closed down. They closed down. So um, it, I probably went probably two weeks that I, I we didn't call each other nothing, you know, because everyone's just doing. There was right, nothing right, to right. talk about. Right, right. You know, um. And then suddenly, you know, we grabbed him the phone. I was like, hey, man, how are you? And then he started opening up and telling me, you know, things that, you know, he was going through. And I'm going to be honest with you, mm-hmm. you know, basically knowing him my whole teenage life, you know, from fifth, like from 14 and on. Right. Hearing the way you would talk was 
I was shocked. Like, I couldn't even believe right, that right. you were going through that. I couldn't even believe it Because myself. back in the day, we would talk about, you know, people with anxiety and everything. And we would, you know, that's something that we didn't really deal with. And then mm -hmm. when I was hearing him talk about all the things he was going through and the, and the mental battles that he was having, I was like, whoa, like, th this is real. It's real. It was real. And it wasn't until I saw you in person, I think weeks later, that, um, you know, things were getting a little bit better, but we were kind of forcing each other out of the house. Out of the house. Cause, and cause, I saw you. Right. And let me tell you guys, this was the skinniest man I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, I, super I lost, skinny. I, I lost a lot of weight during that time. Mind you, when the spirit of fear comes and attack you, like, and, and, and anxiety, like, it affects people differently. But one, uh, but one of the things that it does to you is, like, it paralyzes you. During that moment, I felt like I was paralyzed. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do, I couldn't think right. I couldn't do, I couldn't do anything. So it got to a point where, where like I even had to learn how to read my body again. Like I had to relearn like, like a baby, like taking steps. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it got to the point where I was hungry and I didn't even know if I wanted to eat or not. Wow. Or, if, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't recognize the feeling of being hungry. Wow. And I had to relearn that skill again, or or or, or yeah, and whatnot. Like, and what was your thought process? Like, what what were the thoughts that the enemy would lie to you about? Like, what was what was the biggest thing d during the whole during that whole time? You know, because I believe that like during you know you were that, saying it starts with a seed. Right. The right. enemy always attacks with a seed. He first throws a dart in right, your right, mind, right. and then like we play with that thought, and then it starts becoming bigger no, and you bigger know what and bigger. It is? Like when he when he throws that seed. Mm -hmm. It, it gets because because of the fact that we start rehearsing the, rehearsing this thing right over and over and over and over again in our minds it it becomes a reality in our in our in our physical world you start feeling it you start feeling it yeah like i remember i was feeling all all sorts of pain and i would go on google and i will search things up and so i was battling with, with, with what we call uh mental health yeah you know what i'm saying like and there's a huge percentage of adults dealing with mental health, anxiety, yeah. depression, and all that, and, 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 and whatnot. And the thing, bro, was that it got to a point where I was having, like, suicidal thoughts. Wow. It got to that point. And all, all I was thinking at that time was, like, wow, like, how, like, me as a man of God that knows the word and whatnot, I'm struggling with this. Right. Imagine those that don't know God. How, how do they you know, help themselves out, right. you know? The beautiful thing is that during that time, um, you know, that led me to get closer to God. But it's tricky, right? Because in that very um, specific time in my life, like, I didn't want to know nothing about God. I was like, I don't want to hear it. My wife wanted, to, she would try to pray for me. She would try me to do things for God, and I, I didn't want to hear about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's very difficult and challenging because remember um uh there's survival bros let me see if i find it find it here okay ephesians 6 12 for a struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the power of this dark wor world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms so there we have to understand that we're not we're not fighting against, uh, I'm not fighting against you. Right. Or I'm not fighting against uh, my wife or, or I'm not fighting against myself. 
we're battling we're battling against you know s spiritual spirits spirits like and that's the thing is that evil spirits the spiritual world is real the spiritual real world is real and people out there sometimes like they tend to like play around with these things yeah. but these things are real yeah you know what i'm saying like and so because of the fact that i was fighting with these uh uh spirits it took me you know i had to pay a price and that price was getting to know god as a son and i remember uh, my pastor he helped me um through that time both of my pastors like they prayed for me i think he was yeah, there one of those days, one of those days yeah um, my wife uh she kept pressing in i kept pressing in i remember bro that you know because when we're dealing with this thing we're we are always because of our nature we're always looking for quick fixes right things that we could do quickly to fix ourselves up and keep yeah. it going come on and that's what i was trying to do mm -hmm. but those things only work you know momentarily. momentarily they don't work forever yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's like um bro i saw like 10 different doctors i remember I went to like 10 different doctors during that time. For yeah, me. it's crazy because I remember you would call me a lot of times before, after, you know, uh, all these things. And you know one thing that I think that a lot of people... And 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 f um, for those who don't know, like I went to all these doctors because the anxiety got so bad in my... You thought something was wrong with you. I thought not only that I thought that something was wrong with me, but I was getting, um, I I was getting a lot of vertigo. Right, the right. The stress in my body was so heavy that I was getting verticals, yeah. I was being uh, uh, lightheaded mm -hmm. all the time. It was a whole bunch of thing happening. But let me tell you something that the way I was able to um, free myself up from that is that because the, the thought process was this. I thought that I was really going to die. Right. But that was a lie from the devil. Yeah. That was a lie from the enemy. And, you know, when you are a son of God, God, the father, a father, one of the attributes of the father is that he provides protection. Right. He provides love. He provides um, mercy, grace. You know, um, there's a Bible verse that says that he knows the plans um, that he has for us. The plans of a man are good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, plans to prosper, prosper us, us and not to harm yeah. us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But all these promises that God has in store for us are for the sons of God. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Like. Once you understand this and you fully, you know, from the from 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 your heart, right, you come to the realization that you are a son of God. You start slowly, you know, learning and learning and learning about His ways because it's not it's it's not easy. Like you have to actually sit down on the table and study the Word of God, right? Because be transformed. Be transformed. Like we were just reading. Be transformed because the the thing is, even Jesus. God, um, what you gonna call it? When Jesus went to the desert mm -hmm. and he fasted for the forty, 40 days, days, he got tempted by the devil. Right. And even Jesus, if you if you read the word, even Jesus himself had to know the word of God. Of course, because the way that he counterattacked the devil was, was like, always it's was, written. It is written. Yeah. So if you don't know what it is written, on, if right. you don't know what God has in store for you. There's no way that you can defend yourself. Can't fight the devil. You can't fight the devil. And the crazier thing is that even the devil on the second on the on his second um temptation temptation mm -hmm. 
he even he even told Jesus like it is it's written, written. Yeah. as well. So mm-hmm. he he knows the, the word of God. The devil himself knows the word of God. Shoot. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we had to be careful, bro. It's crazy. And and I feel like that's why sometimes it's like the church or us people of God, Christians or followers of Christ, we tend to have no power. Right. Because we don't know the word. Because we don't know the word. And the devil sometimes know the word more than us. More than us. And that's crazy because we even see it with the life of Jesus. The Bible says that when he was 12 years old, um, his mom and dad were trying to look for him where he was, and they found him they in found, the temple. They found him in the temple. Studying, asking questions, you know. And I believe that, you know, like you were reading in the book of Romans, that we must be transformed, transformed. through the renewing of our mind. And I, and that's a process. Right. Because I've heard this prayer so many times. We're like, God... Fill me with your word. Right. And it's like, no, God can't fill us with his word. We have to actually go and fill ourselves with the word. Like our job is to read it. His job is to reveal it to us. Exactly. You know, and I believe that that's what sometimes people are lacking is like you were saying, instead of Googling stuff, instead of going around and finding the quick fix to stuff, Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. word of God is the solution. Yep. Yep. And um, 100%. One thing that you mentioned that I think I want to touch, you know, before, um, we wrap up or pray for people. Um, you said something when you read that Bible verse about we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Right. But against principalities, against spiritual um, spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Is it a natural disorder or is it is, or is it a spirit? Um, I believe it's a spirit. I believe it's, if you read the walk of Jesus. um, Jesus himself, like he casted out some of these spirits, right? That were that were tormenting people, um, people, right? You know what I'm saying? So, um, and by spirits we mean like they were demons, demons, yeah, they are demons, yeah, yeah. We gotta clarify that, yeah, because I feel like demons. a lot of people don't believe in that, that, yeah, that, yeah ghosts or things like that, but like right, the spiritual right, right. world is real. You know what it is that people go to the movie theaters and they watch this like horror films and yeah. whatnot, and they think it's it's just a film, right? Well, but, you as a filmmaker speak on that. Yeah, they think it's just a film, but in actuality, like, it's real. Yeah. It's real stuff. Like, um, that's why we have to be careful with the things that we watch. Because, listen what happens. When we open our, like, our eyes to watch these kind of content, like, we got to be careful with the uh, Netflix shows that we watch, the, 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 the stuff that we watch on social media. People don't want to hear that, but tell people them. People don't want to hear that, but the thing is, like, that's an open door to the devil. So you have to be selective on the things that you want to watch and yeah. and the songs, music that you want that you're listening That's to. That's big, bro. That's big. Cause sometimes you're working out and you want to put you want to put Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. you want to put Drake, you want to put like I myself. You know, I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes I listen to them, uh-huh. but I can tell how my mood and my spirit and changes. everything is changes and I, and it's affected by it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we're opening doors. doors. Unconscious, un- unconsciously yeah. to these things. Well, I mean, even the Bible says that he's like, if your eye be filled of light, your whole body will be filled of light. Jesus right, said right, it. Right. If your eye is, eye is filled of darkness, then your body will fill, be filled with darkness. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you even mm-hmm. said it really clearly. There were certain things that, you know, you were going to the doctors a lot when you were having this anxiety. Right. Um, and you started actually physically feeling it. I started actually physically feeling it. You know, all started with a lie. All started with a lie. That in your mind and everything produced a reality. Yep. You know, and, you know, and it's crazy, you know, um, still speaking about the same topic because you brought up music. And I think that's so big, especially with us young people. Right, and right. everything is that we forget. We want to be cool. We want to be cool. We want to be like everyone. 
you know, and it's like Lucifer, Satan, when he was in heaven before God kicked him out, right. he was in charge of the music department. He that's was the exactly. worship leader. He was the worship leader. So that's it's exactly like people it don't understand that that's why the worldly music feels mm-hmm. so good. Feels I don't know so about good. you, man, but have you ever found yourself where you're listening to a song and it brings you back to that moment where right. sometimes you were going through something? Yep. Like there'd be moments that sometimes back in the day when I would listen to something and I, and you know, maybe I was going through some pain or hurt or right, right. a relationship problem or something during that time. As I would listen to that music, it would start bringing me, bringing, bringing back, back. moments and yeah. Like I know, know people who, when they feel depressed and start crying, the first thing they do is go put sad music. I don't understand the why, but that's a thing. Yeah. And it's like, it's or crazy. They, they go into drinking, you know, right. And the thing is that music and and the things we watch influence all that. Influence all that. I don't know if you know this. You know, since we're, we're like we're filmmakers, uh, right, we've right, spoken right. about this. That there was a time in the movie theaters, the reason why they put commercials of popcorn and soda and everything before the movie, it's because um, I remember in once they actually had to ban this commercial because they did something in the commercial that it it subconsciously, right. as your eyes were watching that, it started making you crave popcorn. Wow. And and, and soda. That's how it is. You know, so people will get up from the seats and have to go buy right, those right, things because right. mentally, mentally it triggered it triggered something. It. Bro, everything we watch, because I'm a filmmaker, yeah. even like if 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 you're watching us today or listening to us today, stop watching the news. Because, you know, the news nowadays, it's meant to bring fear upon us. Yeah. Fear upon us. That's and, right. And the only good news, quote unquote, is when an influencer or a famous artist and whatnot are doing something, I don't know, someone became pregnant or... Right. Or they're or, dropping an album or, or something. dropping an album or yeah. they're dropping a, a clothing line. Right. That's the good news. Right. We got the best good news, though. We got the best good news. Yeah. And we got the best good news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually true. Like, if you put... Everything in the news is bad news. Everything in the news is bad news. I, I, so, everything so is death, killings. Death, killings. And, and the thing is that What's the moral of 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 these things that we're watching? Like, what's the what what's the end goal of this thing right. that we're watching? That's the first thing that you gotta ask yourself. Like, if you're watching whatever co- kind of content you're watching, like, how does it make you feel? You know, that's that. Those are the questions that we yeah. that we gotta ask ourselves. Because I myself, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I sometimes find myself on Instagram or TikTok, like scrolling for for hours. Yeah, we fall and, into like a black hole of those. Yeah, things. we yeah. fall into a black hole, and that's you know that's from the devil. It is. Yeah, it is because it's like subconsciously start, it starts start, doing stuff to it us. It start doing stuff. To, uh, you stop. You stop being productive. Like all of a sudden, you lost two days of your two hours of your day. Uh, and it goes and so. He steals. He steals your time. Yeah, and I feel like you know what? And even now, man, like it even steals your your um your innocence. It steals your innocence. Like if we do realize, you know, like going deep into this, Bro, it's when like I, when I grew up, like. My generations, I'm not that old, guys. How old are you? I'm 33. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> so when I was growing up, we didn't have iPhones. We didn't have social media. We didn't have right. nothing of this. Like, all we had was going outside and play with the, with, with the rest of the kids. Yeah. That's all we had. So I feel like now, you know, talking about quick fixing. We got instant gratification. Got, yes. And even parents nowadays. They easy, uh, what, what, what they find easy, the easy way out is to, hey, let me give my son my phone so that he can yeah. go on YouTube. And yeah. you don't know what they're watching. What they're watching. 
even the cartoons that they're watching. Man, I've I've been watching. I got a nephew, some, bro. Some of the, those cartoons and bro, crazy. They, they are crazy. Yeah, you know what they're releasing into 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 the atmosphere. We have to be careful because listen, what happens in the story of um of King Saul mm-hmm. and 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 David, David. and the giant um, right. Was Go- Goliath. Uh, Goliath. When uh for those who who don't know, uh the backstory is that uh King Saul was a uh a, a king that up to that point in his life, God had given them grace and favor over every battle that they that they that, faced, that, that they faced mm-hmm. and they won every battle, right? So when they faced this giant, um King Saul was in in disobedience with God. Right. So God departed his spirit from King Saul. Yep. And a, and 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 a spirit uh uh was tormenting, tormenting him. him. You know, day and night. So his quick fix was let me go get David that he he's the anointed one. Play the harp. He plays the harp so that when this spirit was tormenting him, David would play the harp. And the spirit will stop, but it was just a quick fix because the 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 spirit will come back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, up to that point, uh, here comes a giant. Let me see if we can find the the Bible mm-hmm. verse. Here comes a giant and confronts him, and 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 listen to what he released in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's Samuel one Samuel. Let me see, seventeen eight. So he stood and shouted across the Israelites, right? Why are you all coming out to fight? He called, talking about the giant. Mm-hmm. I am the, Philist- the Philistines champion, but you are only the servants of Saul, right? Mm-hmm. Choose one of choose one man to come down here and fight and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves but if i kill him you will be our slaves i defy the armies of israel today send me a man who will fight me when saul and the israelite heard this the bible says that they were terrified and deeply shaken they were paralyzed and that was the same feeling I felt when I was wow, come on. dealing with that kind of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, like our identity in Christ. Right. Up to, the, up to that point, listen to what we're saying, like God had given them victory. So why were they not believing that God could have given them victory again? You know, because they opened their eyes, they opened their ears, I mean. To the negative. To the negative. Come on. To what somebody else said about them. Right. And oftentimes, we are living under the impression or under the identity of what somebody else said about us. Come instead on. of what God is saying about us and Come who on. we are in yeah. God. You know what I'm saying? So, my prayer, bro, is that people throughout this um, podcast that we're recording today, that they get to know God for themselves. For themselves. And as a father. As a father. That's the most important thing. Right. The same way I had to uh, encounter, encounter God as a father. Right. Because it's not Cause so much. There's no other way, bro. Yeah, it's not so much knowing about God. It's not. Because there's so many people who read the Bible but yep. haven't experienced the Bible. Yep. 
Yep. You know, they know about God, but right. they don't know God. Right, 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 right. You know, or when, when we think of God, we think of a God who judges and this and that. Right, and he's right. always angry. But it's like the world, like there's a difference between a creation of God right. and a son of God. And a son of God. There's two two totally different things. I think we're going to have to do a continuation. A, a continuation because <laughs> it's, this topic is so, it's broad, so deep, man. It's so deep and broad that. Yeah. We, we and you know what? At the end of the day. We got to find, and that's the thing that sometimes as young people, we want instant gratification. We want right, everything right, right, quick. Right. We don't want to see God for ourselves. Right. Because it takes time. Yeah. Take, we got to sacrifice our, our flesh. Right. We got to die to ourselves. Look what you said with Saul, what you just read. He had to have David play the heart for him, and then he would feel free. Right. That's many of us now right. asking our leaders, our pastors, pray for me, pray, pray for, for me. me. And they feel good for a moment. And then and then when they feel good for a moment, they go back to their old ways. Yup. Doing the things that they're yeah, not supposed, they're to, be not supposed to be doing. And they keep falling under the same trap. The cycle. Same trap, and it's a cycle. And it's a cycle. It's like the people of Israel, 40 years. Just giving circles and circles and circles, circles. circles. And that's the thing. It's like our leaders, our pastors are not going to be there for, with us 24-7. Yep. Bro, you know what it is? The most of us, and, and it's sad. It's a sad reality. The most of the people that even attend the church, they don't even read the Bible. And on, the key, to, and the key to unlocking this is, bro, you got to sit down and 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 read the Word of God, because yeah. this is what is going to empower you. Yeah, this is our daily bread. Yeah, if you're not feeding the spirit, it's like you know the word is is for those that don't know it's it's what it's considered the the the, the bread for our spirit. Right, right. So thinking about think about it this way: If you're not feeding, let's say yourself like regular food, right, um, in the morning, breakfast or lunch dinner, and dinner, lunch, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna be starving, right. So imagine if you're not feeding the spirit, spiritual body, which is real, with the word of God. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so many, so many people are dying spiritually without so, knowing it. Exactly, they're like spiritually walking and are dead mm-hmm. because they haven't fed themselves with the word of God. They haven't. They you haven't. know, and I grew up hearing this. Maybe you grew up, I don't know. I would always remember that um, at the churches that I would go to, they wouldn't really emphasize reading the word of God because they they grab this Bible verse where they say, the word kills, but the spirit gives life. Right. You know, the Bible says that, that the word kills, but the spirit gives life. La letra right, mata. Right. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Pero el espíritu vivifica, like trae vida. Right, right. And it's like, so many people have taken that out of proportion, out of context, out of because context. that's what the devil wants. Exactly. We need the power of God. That's why we got the Holy Spirit. We need the but power we need God. to know the word of God right. for us to fight the devil. The Bible says, resist the devil, resist the and devil. he will flee. Right. Many people are trying to resist him by saying, a devil, I rebuke you. Devil, I rebuke you. It's like, yo, show him the word. Right. Crazy. What does the word of God represent in the armor, in the armor of God? Yeah, it's the sword of the spirit. It's the sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. Which is the word of God. Like, so... What that means is that whenever we are being attacked, we have to counterattack with yeah. the word of God, which is the sword. If we don't know and understand the word, the word of, of God, God, we're going to get pulled on so many directions. We're going to go to war without a sword. Exactly. And the crazy thing is that sometimes like there's leaders, pastors, prophets, um, you name it, that they might, you know, throw a, a, a throw or prophesy a word in, a, in, in an it's atmosphere. big, bro. We're going, we going deep but here. But if yeah. you don't fully understand the word of God and you don't know what's real and what's not, you easily fool. You easily fool. And deceived. And deceived. You know how many times this happened, man? I mean, shoot, we come from, you know, such a background where we've seen the prophetic move and prophecies given. And right. so many people I know that fell, man, into a word 
the Lord told you to get married with this person and now they're divorced. Mm -hmm. Or the Lord told you to go to this job and do this or do that. And right, right, right. It was never the Lord. But they, were, exactly they right. never knew the foundation of the word of God. So right. they didn't know where to stand. They didn't know where to stand. And that's big. That's big. It is. So we encouraging people, man, read, read your Bible. Read your Bible. That's our food. We got to live, you know. And yeah, and I think that's where everything is defeated. Anxiety, all these things. All it's these the, through things. the power of the Holy Spirit. But we got to renew our minds daily. There's a Bible verse. I don't know if we could look it up. I don't mm -hmm. have it here. But there's a, there's a Bible verse that says that. Um, that we are going to have afflictions. Right. Uh, oh, in, in, in John. Yes. John 16. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah. Or John. No, yeah, John 16. It's in John 16, I believe. Okay, I have it here. John okay. 16, 33. So, I have told you this thing so that in me you may have you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. There you go. But take heart. I have overcome Come on. the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that we're not going to uh, have difficult times in our lives. But that's the thing. People think just because you're that Christian, exactly. you're not going to have no problems. We, were, we go through the same process. Yeah. We go through the same process. But you know what happened is that, like Moses, when he was running away from Pharaoh, like there are so many of us that we are running. We are running, but we don't know in which direction we're running. Come on. And we just get tired and yeah. tired and we just keep running. We just keep running. But it's what, it was not until he stepped into the water. Right. So I feel like God is calling people today to step into the water mm -hmm. so that he can open new ways. Yeah. When Moses, when Moses <laughs> stepped into the water, mm -hmm. God, we, Moses was able to see the power and the manifestation of the glory of God. Yeah. God is a God that does not operate by the, our natural, what we ways, call natural or senses. senses or natural uh uh, laws and go. physics mm -hmm. he could break every law that mm -hmm. humankind has created yeah so we have to be mindful of that so even though you're going through whatever process you're going to i want to say that god has a way to bring you out of that process amen amen um don't don't doubt i know it's 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 hard to see God in that way if you have never experienced it. But if you give him the opportunity, I will guarantee you that you will see his hand in, in, in your life. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And, you know, just to end I'm it here. fire right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, just to end it here, it's like with that Bible verse, it's like us Christians, us followers of Christ, mm -hmm. we are going to go through stuff. Yeah, we are. Like any we other are. regular person. Right, the right, advantage right. is that we have the advantage. Right, 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 right. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And if he conquered the world. And we are his sons. And we are his sons. Like, who conquerors. can be against me? If God with us? me, who against me? Right, right, right. You know, so. Well, and, and, mm -hmm. and remember that God is a God of love. Right. And I, I know there's another Bible verse. I don't have it in my, I don't have it. On, uh, but it goes like, uh, love. Um, cast out all fears. Cast out all fears. So to me, when I read this Bible verse, it's a sign of how is my relationship with God. Oof, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm walking or under the influence of fear, of the spirit of fear, it's kind of like a, a a guidance of, hey, I'm not connected with the source. With the source of love. Of who is love. Yeah. And I have to, like, uh, on the book of John the Disciple, all he talks is about the new commandment, but that new commandment, uh, he talks about, he says that it's an old commandment, right. which is love. Yeah. So love one, on, well, love one, one another. You love yourself. 
as you love yourself. Or as how Christ loved us. How Christ loved us. And that's how you know that you are living in God's love. Yeah. But the key thing about that is that in order for you to love somebody else, you first got to love yourself. And that's big, man. You know, you know what I'm that's saying? That's big. Like, it's, 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 it's. Cause that, and that's the thing is that so much, sometimes it's like, um, low self-esteem, low self-esteem, not bro. loving ourselves, looking ourselves in the mirror and hating what we hating. see. Bro, and it's like, I used to have a lot of low self-esteem myself, bro. But sometimes we had to, we had to understand that God has created us, you know, uh, towards his image. Yeah. He created us perfect. God created you perfect. God created me perfect. So because of, what we were talking about earlier about social media, we want to look like Jennifer Lopez. We yeah. want to look like all these celebrities. Nah, name them Kylie Jenner, the Kardashians. Kylie, you know like we try, like, girls are always trying to look like them. And that's where the devil comes in. Yeah. And, and it's a lie. It's a fake it's a image, lie. you know? It's a fake image. And all these people, they're living a fake life. Yeah. Because you're seeing the news, like, over the past couple of years, people with a lot of influence and a lot of money committing suicide. Yeah, big. Big. It's, it's big. It's, it's, it's crazy. And the only thing is that, you know, because they're not, you know, uh, within the, the walks of the of Lord, the Lord yeah. that's what makes makes it hard. Because the enemy, he will give you everything. He'll give you money, fame. He'll give you money. That's He'll part of the temptation that he gave that's to Jesus. That's part of the temptation that he gave to Jesus. The second, the second I think the second or the third yeah. word. Uh, he, he, he said, worship me and I will give you all and of this land. All, all of this land. And we have to be careful with what we say yes to. Yeah. I myself as, as a director, um, I was directing a lot of projects, um, not caring about my moral calls just because yeah. of the money that I was getting paid. Right. God's you principles. Yeah. And it's, it's, we got to learn to say no. We like the Bible no. says, let your yes be a yes and your no be a no. Yeah. You know? And, I think, you know, uh, wrapping it up now, um, the Bible says that God is not giving us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. God wants you Amen. wherever you're at at home with a sound mind. Amen. He wants your mind to be filled with peace, you know. Amen. And the next time fear comes knocking at your door, you got to remind the devil and fear what his word says. Because we are fighting a spiritual war. And the only way to defeat a spiritual war is by fighting it spiritually, Amen. you know, Amen. which is through what? The spirit, the spirit. through the word of God, the, the of sword God. of the spirit. So, you know, we're about to pray for everyone that is that is watching us right now. We're going to release a prayer of deliverance. If you're dealing with addictions, if you're dealing with anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, suicidal yes. thoughts, you know, let me tell everyone it's not over. The Bible says that he has that God has the last word. His promises amen. for us are yes amen. and amen. Yes. So amen. every promise in your life that God has promised you, you know, maybe you haven't seen it. Maybe you're at your worst moment in your life. Don't give up. You know, it's cliche, but it's true, because if we hang on to Jesus, if he conquered the world, you know, we should not we should not be worried. Right. The Bible says, don't worry about what's worry. coming tomorrow. Don't worry about the day of tomorrow. Don't worry yeah. about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink. Don't worry about that. Yep. When we trust God and God is our father and Amen. we know him not as a not just as a as a creator or as, as a God, but as a father. But as a father. Everything changes. Everything so changes. So we're going to is going to lead everyone in a prayer right now. Amen. Father God, we give you the honor. We give you the glory, my God. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in this time. Thank you for your for what you're doing. And the life of those people that are listening to us right now, that are watching us throughout my, uh, right now, my God, throughout social media, my Lord. I just want to pray, my Lord, that you fill them with your 
with your love, my God, your unconditional love, my God. If they have never experienced you, my Lord, as, as, as a father, my God, the some way you may touch their hearts, my Lord, so that they can come before you, my God, and, and that you may be able to hug them, my Lord, and show them the attributes, my Lord, the attributes that you have, my God, as a father, my Lord, one that's, that, that's there to love them, my God, once that that's there my god to give them peace my lord once that one that's there my god to to help them my lord and protect them my god throughout their life my god in whatever process that they might um, be at right now my lord i pray that your spirit fills them up my lord and, and if that and if they are dealing with anxiety my lord with fear my god i don't know i don't know what kind of fear um, they are dealing with today, today, my Lord, fear of losing somebody, fear of dying, my Lord, fear of height, my Lord, fear of, of getting into an accident, a car accident, fear of being abandoned, my Lord. I pray, my Lord, that those lies that the enemy have brought into their minds, my Lord, that you may shift, my God, you may shift their minds, my Lord, that you may remove, my God, every spirit, my Lord, that is attacking their minds, my Lord, that you may fill them with your love, my God. Right now, Lord, fill them with your love, my God. I pray that the spirit, that those spirits, my God, have no power, my, my Lord, have no power against them, my God, that you are greater, my God, that you are greater, my Lord, that you will show mercy and love, my God, grace and peace, my God, grace and peace, my Lord. I feel, Jimmy, that there's a lady that's watching us. I don't know who you are. I don't know if you're, uh, you went through a miscarriage, but it's something that has to do with your pregnancy and you're fearing that you're going to lose your baby or, or I don't know what it is exactly, but God is saying right now, um, take heart that I am with you. I am with you, says the Lord. I am with you, says the Lord. I feel the Holy Spirit right now falling upon you right now. Siento que el Espíritu Santo, Jimmy, I don't know if you can trust that a little bit. Siento que el Espíritu Santo te está ropando en este momento. I feel like the Holy Spirit is wrapping you up in this moment. Y está tomando cuidado de ti. And he's taking care of you right now. Um, y puedo sentir como el Señor ha escuchado tu oración. And I can feel as the Lord is, um, has heard your prayer. Y el Señor está diciendo, and the hija. Lord, and the Lord is saying, daughter. Aquí estoy. Here I am. Aquí estoy contigo. Here I am with you. A, aunque los médicos, los doctores te han dado un pronóstico. Even though the doctors have said something. Yo tengo la última palabra. I have the last word. Yo tengo la última palabra. I have the last word. Reposa sobre mí. Rest on me. Reposa sobre mí. Rest on me. En el nombre de Jesús. In the name of Jesus. You shall see my hand. You shall see my hand, says the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for what you are doing in this time. Thank you, God, for you are setting free, my Lord, those people that are, that are in, yes. in bondages, my God. Those people that are dealing with addictions, my God. Yes. I pray, my Lord. That you may set them free from pornography, my Lord. The same way that you have set me free from pornography, my Lord. The same way you have set me free from medications, my Lord. 
I pray that you may set them free, my Lord, the same way that you had set me free and that you touched my life, my Lord. When I was dealing with anxiety, depression, and fear, my Lord, that you may touch their hearts, my God, that you may touch their minds, that you may touch your bodies, my Lord, and that everybody, my God, that has become paralyzed because of the spirit of fear, my Lord, in the name of Jesus, my God, we pray that they will start walking again. Que tú le das fuerza a esos cuerpos débiles, yes, Señor. En el, nombre de, en el nombre de Jesús. En el nombre de Jesús, Señor. In the name of Jesus, my God. In the name of Jesus, my God. Amen, amen, amen. Um, we're praying that, you know, you receive deliverance there where you are. The Bible says that who the sun sets free is free indeed. Amen. And we believe that you are free in this moment from anxiety, depressions, pills, whatever it was that you were dealing with. We believe that in this moment you have been set free. In Jesus' name. We want to thank you for um, tuning into this podcast. Right. For We pray that you were edified, that you learned something, that, you know, something stuck with you um, in your life. And, you know, write to us in the comments, more yes. topics, different things you guys want to see. What impact do you the most in this podcast? And, man, I want to thank you, bro, for And if, if they had if they need help with prayers, whatever, whatever it is, whatever let write it is, to us, write, write to us. Yeah. Yes. And thank you, man, for 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 coming through. And, you know. My brother. Thank Supporting the mind. kid with a dream, man, with a vision, you know, standing yeah. on a promise from God. That's really what I'm doing, and you I, know. I applaud you, my brother. Thank you, bro. I really Thank appreciate for, it. Thank for, for following the guidance of, of the Lord in your life. Amen. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Appreciate it. So we know this will be first of many. So um, thank you guys. Don't forget to subscribe, like the video, leave a comment, share it with someone, and I'll see you guys next week. God bless you guys.